Hey everyone, it's Steve from Experience Milwaukee. This is an episode that is part of a collaborative program we are running with the East Side, and it's called East Side On, which is something that they're doing uh, to help their local businesses with shopping events, workshops, promotions, happy hours, anything they can do to keep everyone connected. Uh, virtually, of course, and uh, if you're interested in learning more about Eastside On, definitely go to theeastside.org and get more information or find them on Facebook and you can get more information there. Um, but we're really excited to be partnering each week and profiling uh, a new business uh, from now into the foreseeable future. So thanks for listening. And now, Black Belt Theater. Hey everyone, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee Podcast. This is Steve Glenn. I'm going solo without Adam today. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I will have uh, one less person on the podcast to interrupt, and that is a little bit uncomfortable for me right now, but I'll, I will try and get through this. Um, just want to say the podcast is graciously sponsored by Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, who's got a uh, carry out and uh, curbside carry out and delivery rocking and rolling right now. Uh, check them out. And uh, of course, uh, also brought to you by Cost Stereo Phones. And you have my gear on as I do on this podcast and every podcast. So thanks to our sponsors and uh, super excited to have David Poitinger. David is from Bars and Rec and we're going to learn a lot about what that means. What is bars and recreation? Um, it's super cool uh, stuff going on there. Uh, Pre-COVID and in COVID and post-COVID uh, all together. Um, we're going to learn a lot about where, the, where they are and where they're going. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Um, so the question I, I like to start out with every time is from a frame of like, let's pretend everyone listening is like, well, who the hell is David and what, what is bars and rec? And, uh, and so from that, from that, you know, what, this could be, a, I mean, this is going to be a great answer, but it could be, we could go on and on because you've got some really great establishments that are part of bars and rec. Yeah, it, it's a great question. The who the hell is David question. <laughs> so you can't start. You can't start with, the, and this is going to sound cheesy, but you can't start with the who the hell is David question without talking about that. There is there is no David, and there is no David, and there's no bars and rec without my partner and my wife Marla. So Marla Puttinger is is my co partner in this. Um, so we we own bars and recreation. We started it together. Um, with Splash Studio, which we'll talk about in a minute. We also have uh, two little boys with another kid on the way oh um, with, with a baby girl due in September. So um, between it, it was it, it was an adventure for the two of us just managing bars and recreation uh, before COVID. But now in a in a in a COVID world, it's been quite the adventure. But yeah, that, that that's important to call out that. Yes, I own bars and recreation. but I very much own it with my wife, Marla, who um, isn't able to join the podcast today. Um, but yeah, bars and recreation, uh, before COVID-19, it was, uh, 
an ex we, we call it an experience bar um, group. So we own Splash Studio, which is a painting bar uh, that was originally in the third ward of Milwaukee, but recently in 2019 moved into the east side of Milwaukee. Uh, we own Axe Milwaukee, which is probably from a from a name recognition uh, is, uh, is our, is our biggest brand. Um, that's also located on the East side of Milwaukee. Uh, we own nine below, which is an indoor underground mini golf tavern that is also located on the East side of Milwaukee. And those three are actually all within a one block uh, vicinity of each other. Um, right over there. For those of you who are familiar with the listeners who are familiar with beans and barley, nine below is right under beans and barley splash studios, right across the street from that. Uh, and X Milwaukee is right around the corner, uh, from, uh, uh, Mock Fishers for those of you, and, uh, and the uh, Oriental Theater for those so, of you who are. So, so essentially, you're um, just you're just working to take over the entire neighborhood. We we are <laughs> we are working to take over the entire neighborhood, which is kind of funny because when I was a kid, uh, my mom actually worked at uh, was the music teacher at Cass Street School, which is right around the corner. So I do have memories of you know being on the east side with my mother going you know joining her at school and then being on the east side. So it's kind of fun um, to be down in that part of town now. Um, we also live on the east side of Milwaukee, uh, so we're, yeah, cool. we're, we're east siders. Um, we're very passionate about the neighborhood. Our kids go to school in the neighborhood, so that's all good. Um, and then we also own North South Club, which is our newest and easily biggest facility. That's a 13,000 square foot uh, axe throwing and deck shuffleboard facility. <laughs> and that's over in the fifth ward, uh, right right across the street from what is the, um, well, it's right next door to Merriman Social. And across the street from there's a brewing company, the baseball brewing company. the The name is failing me right now, um, but they're also going right across the street. So that's a fun little part of town that that, that North South Club is in right now. It, it, is it uh, Broken Bat? Yes, it's Broken Bat. Thank you. Yeah, you yes. got it. If Broken Bat, if you're listening, I apologize for forgetting <laughs> that. But yes, it's a it's a weird world right now. But yeah, Bro Broken Bat is putting their new facility in right across the street from North South Club. So that's going to be a very fun part of town. Adam, Adam and I forget things on the podcast in podcast all the time. So no worries about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so those are all great places. And um, uh, Tia, who comes on the podcast sometimes, has done the axe throwing. And she's, yes. she's actually pretty good. And uh, has, you know, sometimes she reminds Adam and me about that, uh, that she, you know, if she has an axe, we should watch out. So. The axe throwing is a, is a fascinating concept, and that really was a game changer for us because before that, we had done Splash Studio with a painting bar, and that was that was a very successful concept. And we kind of, um, as, as much as um, Splash Studio um, is very similar to some of the other painting facilities that are out there, Splash Studio was very different in that when we first launched that in 2012, it was one of the first painting facilities to kind of go for a more downtown urban hip bar atmosphere mm -hmm. prior to that it was kind of more just focusing on the artistic element of it um and we really took it and turned it into that bar bar element and made it a little hipper a little cooler despite the fact that probably the greatest compliment that i've ever gotten from someone is someone who walked in the splash and said david this place is way cooler than you are so <laughs> i was very i was very uh very honored with by that compliment um so Splash Studio was one thing with the painting and even Nine Below was, was an interesting concept with, you know, the mini golf and this, this idea that you can make a mini golf course and Nine Below, for those of you who are familiar with it, isn't a, it isn't your traditional mini golf course. You actually go and 
build your own mini golf hole over the course of a two hour round, oh spend gosh. the first 45 minutes building your own mini golf hole. And then the second hour playing a nine hole course of the hole that you made. And then the hole that, uh, the holes that other people in your, in your round made. So that's a very, you know, different kind of concept. And we made that up from scratch. There's nothing like nine below in the country. Um, cool. but the ax throwing thing was a game changer for us because that was something that we hit that one right at the right time where it was starting to build. There was starting to be this momentum coming down from Canada for people doing these indoor axe facilities. And again, we're one of the few axe facilities in the same way that we did it with splash. We're one of the few axe facilities to this day that maintains a full, a full, uh, bar license. So beer and liquor, uh, -huh. uh there aren't a lot of facilities in the country. In fact, I don't know of any that'll let you, you know, do a shot, do a shot at the bar and then go pick up an ax <laughs> and throw it down a lane. Yeah. That being said, we're also one of the safest facilities in that, um, we have a lot of rules specifically only two handed overhead throw. So the fact that you get to drink liquor to go along with it, you have to make some compromises there from a safety yeah. element in that we only allow two handed overhead throwing, but ax Milwaukee again was a real game changer because it was one of the first facilities in the country that allowed you to really have that true bar experience and then go pick up an ax and throw it down a lane. Um, and have the, have the ambiance of it feel really classy and feel not like you just built it out of plywood, but that there was a lot of love and care and, uh, put into the facility to really make it look good. Um, yeah. and I, so yeah, Axe Milwaukee, Axe Milwaukee was a game changer. I, I think it's interesting. I haven't done it and I know people who have and going into it, they're like, what? ax throwing really? And then they do it and, and they have the time of their life doing this yeah. and they're and I see it all over social media it's it's yeah. incredible so I we have to like I have to take my wife we have to go I know it's fun um I, I'm a believer I just haven't done it yet yeah it's uh it it is unlike any of the facilities Axe Milwaukee in particular just I mean again this sounds kind of self-serving but we really hit the nail on the head with that one like that facility all all the facilities are great. Don't misunderstand me, but, but that one there, there's something about ax Milwaukee. When you <laughs> yeah. walk into it, like people just, it like transports them. It really, it really does what bars and rec tries to do, which is we try to create these experiences where when you walk into our facility, it, you are transported out of your day to day and you get to have this social interaction with people, which again, now seems like a very antiquated model, <laughs> but you know, at the time, you know, before about a month and a half ago, like that was, that was, that was the thing. Like you wanted to come into a facility. You wanted to be with like other like-minded people. You wanted to have an experience. You wanted to be transported. Unfortunately, the world that we're living in right now doesn't, doesn't allow, or for that matter, really support that concept. Um, and it's not just us that's impacted. I mean, you've got Disney world shut down, right? right they're trying to right. do this. They're, they're doing the same thing on a much grander, much more impressive scale than we are. But, um, we, we really try to do that in all of our facilities. When you walk into Splash Studio, you're transported into like an edgy artist's facility. When you walk into Nine Below, you go underground and Nine Below is kind of like Vegas. There are no windows down there. You walk down there and you're on a mini golf course <laughs> at, at dusk, no matter what time of day you go down there. Um, awesome. Axe Milwaukee, you walk into this cool lumberjack environment with stained wood and wood smells. Uh, and North South Club, balances the two like when you walk into north south club you're outside and you're in milwaukee but you walk inside and you're in this like the front half of the space is a tropical a tropical shuffleboard facility and the back half of the space 
is an is a a combination of urban north woodsy axe throwing lumberjack experience <laughs> with uh, taxidermy hung on the walls and you know like we 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 try to transport people uh, when they come into our physical spaces um, and it is a little heartbreaking right now when we walk into those facilities and and we see these especially north south club when we walk in and we see these big empty spaces that right. you know on a saturday night i go down there i check on the bar and they're lifeless right right, like right. It, it actually it breaks my heart a little bit but you know we're we're keeping the faith and we're doing everything that we can to to keep our people employed and to do what we need to do to make sure that once we come out on the other side of this which let's not kid ourselves coming out of the other side of it i don't mean once this is done and we go back to normal but once we can even start to phase phase these things in we want to be ready for 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 our customers no matter how many that we're allowed to have right right and and i guess that's a good segue into um how how are you doing now and how have you dealt with you know the issues that a lot of establishments are dealing with in terms of staff management or um taking care of staff um i guess what have you what creative things? Because I mean, these are creative spaces, and I want to get into even how you yeah. got here on that. But uh, but first, you know how how have you used your creativity uh, for your people and for what uh, is happening with bars and rec now? Yeah, that's a it's a great question. There's a real long answer that I'm going to try to give you the Cliff Notes version of it. Okay. Um, but but es- essentially, what we've done is when this all first went down, the first thing that we did is we covered our employees and and I, let's also preface this by saying bars and rec is simultaneously uniquely positioned to get through this and also uniquely positioned to not traditionally get through it so for example if the 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 bar restaurants the way they're getting through it is offering curbside delivery and or curbside pickup and delivery and and carry out right yeah. well bars and recreation can't do carry out axe throwing or can't do um, carry out mini golf we have one of the first things we did was we launched curbside and virtual painting events, uh-huh. which which have been which has been very promising and have been and have been working for us. So that's been good. Um, but the first thing that we did when this all went down is we took all of our employees and for a two week period until the end of March, we bars and recreation Marlon David covered them um, for not only their their hours that they were scheduled for, but their average hours that they had been averaging over the course of the first quarter of, of, of the, of 2020. Um, so in their, their hourly rate included tips. So, so we covered that for them to get them through to March or to get them through the end of March, which at that time, every single minute of every single day felt like there was some help coming or there wasn't some help coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have to furlough our, our hourly employees for a period of three weeks. Um, but we were able to secure a PPP, uh, in the first round of funding, um, which Marla is, is very good at that and keeps great books and was able to secure that, uh, with our bank, old national bank, um, who did a very good job partnering with us to help us secure the PPP. Um, and that in itself, I won't go into the PPP because the PPP is a, we could spend two hours on your podcast talking about the PPP I'm and sure. it is fascinating for anybody who's interested in that in terms of the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, it, it, it's a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but we were able to secure that PPP and that started um, in the third week of April. 
So we've been phasing our employees in over the course uh, from the third week of April until now. But what we did in that interim period um, from early April until we were able to bring people back off of furlough is we launched a brand new arm of bars and recreation um, called Headspace Trivia. And what Headspace Trivia does is Headspace Trivia is the first trivia platform in the world that offers live hosted and live moderated trivia games for <laughs> micro groups. What I mean by a micro group is groups anywhere from five to 50 people. We, we now can do more. We've added more capacity to that. But essentially what happens is just like a bar, a traditional bars and rec experience, you sign up for either a public round or a public game uh -huh. um, where you just sign up your trivia team. And then we use the zoom platform. So we built our own custom trivia platform that delivers a game uh, and also provides an answer portal. So what happens is you sign up online for the 7 p.m. Friday night Headspace trivia game. Uh, you get a link to your answer portal, which you'll use on your phone, and a link to your Zoom room in which our, our live trivia master uh, will, will run the game through with you and whoever else signed up. And it's really cool because it's not like your traditional trivia game where, you know, anybody can build an app trivia, but this is, you know, with multiple choice, you select ABC and the computer says, you got it right. You got a, right. this is a completely uh, interactive experience where you play mini games that the trivia master asks you and other people in your quote unquote headspace to play. Um, it's got live moderation and live monitoring of the scores. So there's actually what we call a space keeper in the room that looks at your answers as they come in to see if they were right or wrong. So there are multiple choice questions, but there also are just free answer. So you'll be able to just free form an answer in and spelling doesn't matter because we actually have a live person checking over all the individual answers that's in the room with you. Um, so there's a headmaster that delivers the trivia and a space keeper that, that, that tracks your, your answers. Um, and groups of up to, you know, five to 50 people at any one point in time can join uh, a public game, which we're offering now seven days a week. Uh, and then there's also a private event option for anybody looking to do a virtual, a virtual private event um, for their for, for their corporate group or for their friend group. And we've had some pretty great uh, responses to those already. So what that allowed us to do is by creating Headspace in that three week time frame when we furloughed our employees, it gave us as bars and recreation a way to bring back our employees with the PPP money and mm -hmm. give them meaningful work. Right. Um, right. You hear a lot of things out there about the PPP. People are just like, just come back and just book the hours, right? Just we just need to pay you this money so that we can pay our rent. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to. We think there's a lot of pride in work, um, so we wanted to bring our people back and have something tangible for them to do and have value that they could add. Um, so they've been learning to run these trivia games as a headmaster, as a spacekeeper. They've been writing trivia. They've been coming up with puzzles. Um, there's also a group that is in the facilities that is cleaning the facilities that are redoing the, for example, Axe Milwaukee takes a lot of punishment yeah, when, sure, by the time sure we does. open up again, Axe Milwaukee is going to look brand new uh, with our facilities team that we've had working in there. Our facilities team, I should mention of less than eight people at a time, just so in case anybody's wondering, Absolutely. um, we, ha we had a couple of employees on our team who could sew, they sewed custom masks that they, that they, uh, sewed to fit each individual employee who works in the facility. Um, and then we've been offering splash make and takes for you to 
pick up materials and do them at home with the videos that we've been making and posting uh, on our website and on Facebook Live. And then we've also been offering live trivia events, or sorry, live painting events uh, for people to join also through the Zoom platform. So um, that's a long-winded answer, believe it or not. That's the Clip Notes version to what have we been doing? We've been trying to find ways to utilize this PPP during a time when we cannot open up our facilities, you know, bars and rec before this was completely a brick and mortar company. We loved that about it. We thought that was really cool. Um, but essentially in three weeks, we've kind of reinvented ourselves as, as a virtual facility that has been able to keep all of its team, uh, all of its employees uh, employed and give them meaningful work, despite the fact that most of the work that we're giving them did not exist prior to, to March 16th. That's, in, that's incredible. And it takes, I think, I mean, just sheer will and creativity to make that happen. Uh, so congrats on that. I mean, how, how many total employees were there, are there? So we have 60 employees. Um, those aren't full-time equivalents. Those are just six, essentially 60 bodies. Uh -huh. Um, and that's broken up between, there's about 20, there's about 20 full-time equivalents. Um, those are people that are on our corporate team or GMs um, that are running our facilities. And then that that leaves about 35 uh, part-time employees working anywhere from five hours a week to, you know, 30 hours, 30 hours a week. And do and these are these are people like that are, that were bartending that were teaching painting sessions that were teaching people to play shuffleboard uh -huh. and now we've taken them and you know you it's very likely if 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 you join a headspace trivia game which you can <laughs> check it out at headspacetrivia.com um you will see an axe milwaukee or north south culver splash studio bartender as your space keeper or as your headmaster leading your trivia game so it's a really a testament to also obviously like our corporate team and Marla and I are very resilient and very dedicated to keeping this going. But it's a testament to the uniquely skilled people that we did hire on our team that they can literally go from teaching people to throw axes and bartend to Axe Milwaukee to delivering trivia games for people <laughs> through through the Zoom platform. It's been pretty, I've been pretty impressed with our team as to how they've been able to adapt to all that. Well, agreed. And I'm equally impressed with what sounds like a great culture you have built across these entities to the point of, you know, I'm looking at your site right now and it says now hiring awesome people. I mean, what a great way to right. bring, to bring someone in to the, to the family you have, uh, you've built, uh, across, um, all these organizations and then to, to, to adapt to what's happening, not in, not even in a traditional way, but in, in, like you said, to give meaningful work, but also to be super creative and do something that fits the brand uh, that you are uh, uniquely. And um, I guess the question that comes to my mind is, you know, did you see yourself doing this before, uh, you know, everything, every, all these uh, ideas came together or, or what, like what spurred, what was the, the inspiration that got you started? Yeah, the, the genesis of it is kind of is kind of a fun story, too, in that Marla and I both we well, we met at Kalamazoo College in Michigan. Um, we lived abroad in in uh, Austria for a couple of years, and then we came back and Marla, um, there's a whole we could do another whole podcast of some of the early jobs that I had, which were fascinating. Um, but Marla is the one who wanted to go to business school um, originally. 
And so she got into UW Madison in their arts administration program. Uh Um, and then, you know, she did her first year and because she was so incredibly smart, they said, okay, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll take your fiance at the time as well. (laughs) So I got in Thank you, Marla. Um, the, so we both did a, over the course of three years, we both got our MBAs and then, um, I got a job out of my, out of my MBA working for Miller Coors and Marla got a job working uh, as the executive director of the Belcanto Chorus. So we already had kind of the art and beer aspect of our lives going. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we came up, we just kind of came across this, this painting, this paint and at the time it was just paint and wine. It was a paint and wine concept. And we kind of came across it and we didn't have any kids at the time. Uh, we had a dog and a cat, but we didn't have any kids. And we, we were in our late twenties and we said, you know what, if we were ever going to do we ever going to just do something like this just for fun at the time when we started splash it was let's just do this and if it brings in a couple of thousand dollars a year that we profit and we can take a vacation with it it's something that we can do together and it'll be a good time um so that was coming that was 2012 so that was right at the tail end of of the 2008 recession it we just caught the market at the perfect time we were able to get a really good lease Uh um and find a really good, for that matter, a really good partner in, in Robert Joseph properties. Um, and they took a chance on leasing to us and in, in the historic third ward. Um, and that ended up being very good for both parties as we were there for seven years. Um, and what we started as just this little shop that we thought we were just going to work ourselves very quickly kind of took off. And before we knew it, so that was 2012 when we opened it. <clears throat> and by 2000, so that was 2012 that we opened. And by the fall of 2012, Marla had quit her job, her full-time job. And sorry, by the, sorry, by January of 2013, Marla had quit, quit, quit her full-time job. And then by April of 2014, I had quit my full-time job. So within a year, we, we both had quit our jobs and we were, that was kind of the, the pooper get off the pot moment. Where we're like, okay, right. we're all in on this. Um, and, you know, from that point, then we, we did Splash Studio in 2016. We did Nine Below. And then kind of the all-in moment was when we did Axe Milwaukee in 2018. And we realized that we were really, this was what we were going to do for the rest of our careers, at least, you know, be entrepreneurs and open up these concepts. Um, I always thought it would be more traditional with brick and mortar, um, but, you know, Things change fast in this world. And now what was bars and recreation, uh, kind of a brick and mortar company, which I like that was kind of old school, is now by necessity, you know, more than that with this modern, modern virtual game arm that we have now. We've now built our own from from scratch virtual game that people can interact with. So that's fun and that's exciting. Um, And that's kind of the, again, that's kind of the the story of of how we got there. and Headspace Trivia is is a cool expansion of that whole entire brand. It hasn't it it it's not anywhere near replacing what we lost. We shouldn't kid ourselves and think that you know now that we have Headspace Trivia, everything is fine. And we are still very concerned about what the world looks like in a post PPP world, mm-hmm. which for us is up June fifteenth. Mm-hmm. We we do need to get open, otherwise you know this gets harder. But you know our story continues and our evolution continues what started as you know we were just in the corporate world and entrepreneurs brick and mortar and now virtual and now who knows what's going to happen in mid-june we thought we had this all pretty planned out and pretty pretty under control and now we don't so you adapt to that 
Well, if any two people are equipped to do it, it certainly sounds like you two are. Um, so uh, certainly wish the best for everything there. I should also emphasize that Marla and I, yes, Marla and I are very creative and I I, I think very highly of our, our ability, but none of this happens without the amazing corporate team that we do have. And mm -hmm. a lot of time, Marla and I get a lot of the credit for this. And obviously like, okay, we own the company, we should. But at the end of the day, I think it's also very important. We have some fantastic partners and some fantastic employees. And I can, you know, Kate Kinzer has been with us since the very beginning, started as a bartender, has GM'd our facilities. Sarah Opatz has been with us practically since the beginning. Uh, Colin Boynton is GMing and is now working with Headspace. Erin Hochevar is our, we, uh, she's our director of sales, marketing, and operations. She essentially does everything for us. And she operationally has been keeping, has been keeping this, this machine going forward for us. And without all of those people, um, we're not able to do what we do. And there's, there's so many people who are sacrificing so much behind the scenes to not only make sure bars and recreation continues to go, but to make sure that the city of Milwaukee has something fun to do when we come out of this. Right. And I don't know when that's going to be, but um, I just think there are, there are so many amazing things that people in Milwaukee are doing and the city in a lot of ways doesn't get enough credit for a lot of the creativity coming out of it. Um, and it is, it is disappointing from a Milwaukee standpoint to see like Milwaukee was just about to blow up in a good way. Mm -hmm. And now all those opportunities that it had coming around the corner, coming up everything from the Bucks potentially being a national story throughout the early part of the summer and late spring to the DNC, to all that. It's sad to see the attention be taken away from the amazing things going on in this city but there are still so many people doing so many fantastic things on a micro level and bars and recreation has so many people in it. Forget me and Marla. Like it has so many people who are doing so many fantastic things to keep this company going and to keep and to make sure that Milwaukee has fun stuff to do. So I just think it's important to emphasize that whenever, you know, Marla and I get praised that there's, there's so much more to it. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, you wouldn't be the great leader that you are if you didn't say what you just said. Um, which is just awesome. Um, well, this has been this has been fantastic. I, I mean, I've learned a ton, and not and I'm I'm talking not just about what uh, bars and rec is. I think if people really listen to this podcast, there are nuggets of of like I just said, great leadership, creativity, ingenuity perseverance. I mean, you've, you've really covered all the bases on this one. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. I, I'm, I'm full of little nuggets of wisdom. If you want to start, if, if, if you ever want to do a podcast about negotiation, I'm full <laughs> of all kinds of nuggets on that too. Like there's all kinds of fascinating things, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving us a chance to, again, on I, every, every level that we get to tell our story is helpful. And the one, one of the silver linings of this has been that bars and recreation in, in a COVID world has gotten more attention um, and probably for the creative things that we're doing than we did in a pre COVID world. So again, that, that doesn't, that doesn't make it all better, but I appreciate all the people who are, you know, helping us tell our story. Uh, and that's very helpful now and it'll be very helpful in the future. So thank you for taking the time to talk to me. You got it. And I just want to, to reiterate uh, bars and recreation.com. We're going to include that 
uh, URL in our show notes, but you can definitely get to the websites of all the establishments, including headspacetrivia.com, which will include that URL as well. So David, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.